It's Jesse. If you're hearing this, that means my limited edition capsule collection for Joe Fresh is out now. <laughs> In select stores and at joefresh.com, I designed matching pieces for the entire family in a really fun, bold checkerboard print, including a baby romper, toddler and kids dress, a kids t-shirt and short set, a shirt for men, and the cutest women's linen short set that you will live in all summer long. Every piece is under $35 and warning, you will get compliments wherever you go. Shop it now before it's gone. This week on Phone a Friend. I will not quit playing games with anyone. That's why I'm looking back at my favorite games with some of my favorite guests. Dan Levy posts a first trap. I don't feel like I'm a paparazzi favorite. They're like, let's watch him eat a bagel. Chris Kirkpatrick can't name his own tune. I'm probably not going to name some of our songs, which is the scary part. And the Queen Priyanka makes a horrible mistake. The fact that I sent you an unsolicited dick pic is my favorite thing to happen today. Plus, an all-new game with Cat Nat that will leave you felching. Don't Google that. It's time to play this all-new episode. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Girl, let's phone a friend with Jesse Kripschick. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a very special episode of Phone a Friend. I'm Jesse Crookshank. I'm going to describe my ensemble. I am wearing head to toe white. While I can, because Labor Day is around the corner, and after that, I'll still be wearing white. Let's be honest, it is 100 degrees in Los Angeles. I'm literally wearing my maternity top, okay? I, like, pulled out my maternity clothes from storage so that I could find something light and loose. And by the way, you know who else is light and loose? Jason, my producer. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
I don't, uh, don't even know. I don't even know sure. what that means. It just it. felt right. It felt right. Yeah. I had actually just been listening to the all new game with Cat and Nat that we'll be playing. And I was in like, I was feeling racy, you know? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Please. They'll do that. They'll do that to you. Are you wearing your signature black form-fitting tee or have you switched to a lighter linen maternity garment in this heat I'm wave? I'm in a full pink t-shirt which <gasps> is very new for me hang on i didn't even have my sound effects queued up for that oh please <laughs> jason stand up and take a bow in the pink tea couldn't pull it out for the barbie movie but pulled it out right. <laughs> just at the end of august what tell me why uh it's so hot out but it backfired because it, it had like sweat spots all over <gasps> me today when i walked outside uh, you Black know, t-shirts can I, don't do that. Is that partly why you wear them? <laughs> yeah. You're the Simon Cowell of our of our time, Jason. You know that I once went to Simon Cowell's house. We digress already. You know this is going to be a light and loose episode because we're going all over the place. I once went to Simon Cowell's manch, okay? Just all chaise longs in the backyard. Just this gorgeous home in the mm-hmm. sunset, like hills literally selling sunset vibes and he showed me his closet which was all black t-shirts just hanging the same black t-shirt hanging in a walk-in closet i've i'll never forget it is that your closet that's my closet minus the 50 million dollars that's my closet yeah that's your that's your closet (laughs) and now with that one pink one you know it's like i'm with you and let's just get into the sweating i had a meeting the other day jace a a coffee meeting with like a pretty important high power executive and he tells me to meet him at this coffee shop for a coffee we go there there are no seats inside the air-conditioned coffee shop because it's literally 110 degrees outside and he was like well i guess we should just find a seat outside we sat outside in the 110 degree heat trying to have like a formal meeting and i could feel my face i had a full face of makeup for the meeting i could feel it like slowly melting off before his eyes i was wearing a dress and like my legs were crossed and i don't know if you can relate to this jason but a woman's inner thigh (laughs) bear with me it there's a lot of moisture is created even when it's just sitting and so like there was sweat pouring from my thighs dripping around my ankles like a like a leaky roof just like a drip drip steadily for an hour and a half long meeting in the 110 degree heat i was like can you hear the drip is it is it ricocheting (laughs) off of my foot onto his ankle (sighs) it's a hot and sweaty time and here we are complaining about my sweaty thighs when the literal planet is on fire. <laughs> and here's a hard turn. This episode is also on fire. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry about that. Because it's a holiday weekend. It's, we're, we're light and loose here, okay? It's the end of the summer. It's a festive time. So we figured why not put out a festive episode, right? That's why you're wearing pink as well, right, Jason? Right. Yes, right. For this very special festive episode. Changing it up. Right. Because we're changing it up here on Phone a Friend. So today, for you, as you head into your long weekend, phonies, we put together an all-you-can-eat buffet 
of my favorite games with some of my favorite guests. We're talking Dan Levy, Chris Kirkpatrick, Whitney Port, The Hot Wiggle. Do you know how much I have enjoyed revisiting my conversation with the hot wiggle? I mean, our tween, like the list goes on. So everyone plays a different game, a bespoke game, just for them. We also have a brand new, never before heard game that I played with Cat Nat. But Jason, you and I decided to cut it from the episode because we thought it was too dirty. Do you remember hearing that one and being like, Jesse, what? What is this? Yeah, I remember hearing it and blushing. Blushing. Like, I was like, this can't go out into the world, but here no. it is. No, well, that's what we Until decided. Today. Back then, it was like our seventh episode. We didn't want to put it out in the world and right. alienate our listeners with a graphic discussion of what figging is. Oh. <laughs> but now that we're old and haggard, we've been around for almost 30 episodes. We're like, fuck it, let's pull out the game and play it for you today. It is a shocking, filthy game. And we're just going to trust that you won't judge us for it, okay? Um, I'm also going to be here with Jason, my producer. We're going to listen back to all of these games with you and tell you some behind-the-scenes goss tea of what actually went down, okay? Like, I have a Dan Levy story for you. We're talking Chris Kirkpatrick. Ooh, some Priyanka tea, Jason. It's going to be fun. So let's get to our first game, which was from our first episode with our first guest, Dan Levy, where I asked him to tell me his firsts in a game of First Trap. Enjoy. So you are my first guest on my debut podcast. Thrilled to be here. Mm Mm-hmm. So I want to end this conversation by playing a rousing game that I am calling First Trap. Okay. Which is like my five-year-old saying, Mm -hmm. trying to say thirst trap. Yeah, Yeah. you get it. Okay. I'm going to go through a rapid list of firsts. You have to tell me yours. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. All right. First trap. First job. I worked in a bakery. First celebrity crush. Um, I don't know. Hold on. First celebrity crush. Mm -hmm. Might have been like River Phoenix. Oh. Many of the listeners are going to have to Google who that is. <laughs> We're that old. Uh, first kiss. Where, when? Would have been in high school. Mm. Um, Would have been in high school. First car. Uh, well, it was, I drove my family's Toyota Corolla. Sexy. Yeah. Okay. First Funnily cut. enough, uh-huh. my sister got into a huge accident <gasps> on the freeway in that Toyota Corolla, flipped the car on the freeway, everyone in the car unharmed. What? This is not an ad for Toyota Corollas. Absolutely just, not. That car did a lot of good. Protected us. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was in a devastating car accident in a Toyota Prius. Toyota, please sponsor this podcast. <laughs> saved saved me and my family's life. Wow. All right. First concert. Alanis Morissette. Ooh, first time you got drunk <laughs> with me, apparently. Probably. Yeah. First time I got drunk was yes, I know exactly where I was. Oh. Um, it was the there. It was a pub up the street from yep. where we were working, yep. and I had I think three pints of beer and couldn't walk. <laughs> and it was the first time I'd ever been drunk. Really? Wow, that's incredible. And then we had many like we would go to that pub a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first expensive garment. It was a Rick Owens leather jacket that I bought when we were at MTV. I remember. I was um, eating a lot of lean cuisines at the time. <laughs> You're so 
and was very unhealthily thin. Funnily enough, that was way out of my budget. You know, um, full circle moment on that jacket. Wore it in the pilot episode of Shit's Creek. Come on. That was your actual jacket? We arrive in Shit's Creek for the first time and I'm wearing that jacket. Wow. That just goes down to my mentality of like, I guess. like dollars per wear. Yeah. Well, but also you were making shits and you were like, got to pull my own stuff. Oh, yeah. You're piecing it all together. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I love that. I remember when you got that Rick Owens jacket. First celebrity interview. Do you remember? Were you interviewed? I was too traumatized. <laughs> first, first paparazzi shot. Do you remember? Yes. It was us also intoxicated holding Lauren Conrad, getting out of a car somewhere after a night out after a show, and we were paparazzi. That was your first paparazzi shot. You don't remember that? Not really, no. Really? No. I don't feel like I'm a paparazzi favorite. No, but- They're like, let's watch him eat a bagel. Like, it's not- (laughs) I'm not, not like, giving drama during the pandemic, I guess- because there was no other news, paparazzi were doing a lot of like people walking their dogs. Yeah, I hello. And I was paparazzied, stop walking my dog Redmond. And the funny thing about this, like sweet thing, God rest his soul, always knew where the cameras were. Oh. I of course had no idea that I was being photographed at all. Oh, all the photos have Redmond staring down the barrel of the lens, <gasps> looking. Gorgeous. Stunning. And I'm like on the phone. Oh my God. Mm. Now I'm ha- going to have to mm. Google and look at those. That's yeah. the, what a, what an ange. What an angel, that little guy. No, really. I mean, mm. I'm fond of a redhead. Um, okay. First award was not with me. <laughs> we were nominated, we were nominated for nominated. a few. Don't you remember every year we would go and lose hard? Yeah. First award was probably, uh, I guess, a Canadian Screen Award. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know what? Actually, funnily enough, when you were living in Toronto shooting shits, uh-huh. you had a beautiful condo that I stayed in. You did. Because I was shooting my show the winter. You were shooting in the summer. So I stayed in your condo. And you had your early Canadian Screen Awards on display. And when I was settling in, I was like, oh, I should probably put those away. And then I was like, and on second thought. I'll just turn them around and leave them here. So if anyone comes in, they might think they're mine. <laughs> so I, mm-hmm. I proudly displayed that first award. I'm thrilled. Uh-huh. Finally, first time together patching up in a public forum mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. How did it feel? Terrible. I <laughs> No, it was great. And that was First Trap with Dan Levy. And can I just tell this story about that condo that we shared? Jason, you remember the condo. You came over many times. Yeah, I did. Okay, so for those of you who did not um, come hang out with me in the condo that I lived in half the year when I was shooting in Toronto and then Dan lived in the other half when he was shooting Schitt's Creek. So uh, let me just describe it for you because Dan obviously has a real eye for fashion, for design. So you can imagine his place was like pristine, right? And I was always very careful with all of the surfaces in that place. I wanted to keep it perfect for when Dan would arrive in the summer to shoot Schitt's Creek and I would leave and go back to Los Angeles. But it was also in the height of my crystal light era. Jason, do you recall 
my crystal light era. Uh Uh-huh. I do very well, Mm -hmm. yes. There was actually a lot of us who worked together. Did you ever go through a crystal light era? Not as religiously as maybe the the rest of you, but... Yeah. There was a bunch of us who would like, for God knows why would carry large two-liter bottles of crystal light around everywhere because it was like a tasty way to hydrate. But uh, let me tell you now, as a reformed crystal light addict, that is the devil's work, okay? Like, cut that out if you want to sponsor this podcast, Crystal Light. (laughs) But it is bright crimson red. I don't even know how they get all that flavor into those tiny packets, but it is not organic. So one day I set my bottle of Crystal Light down on Dan's natural white marble countertops. And when I lifted it up, a bright red ring was just sitting on the marble countertop. I mean, it was in deep. I like panic. I try washing it off with every kind of cleaner I could find. I was buying new cleaners daily. Nothing would get the crystal light out of the marble. Did I even tell you when this happened, Jason? Yeah, I remember the scandal. Yeah. Oh, what a scandal. I can't remember how it ended, though. Okay, well, I'm about to tell you. Yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> I'm actually Buckle up. The crystal light saga ends today. I think I told, like, you and one other person because I had so much shame and guilt and stress about it. I lost weeks of sleep. Eventually, I, I, like, called professional cleaning services crying, being like, it's crystal light, the cherry flavor, (laughs) it won't come out. Finally, I get an estimate to replace the countertop entirely, which is literally, yes, it was just under $20,000. It was, like, $18,500 for a small bathroom countertop that I knew Dan would absolutely walk in and notice was different like the moment he got back and he was coming back to start shooting in like a matter of days and I was panicking and then by chance someone we worked with because we worked with like a lot of crafty people on that show we were working on at the time on the goods someone we were working with said have you tried baking soda and I was like no honey okay I've tried bleach and it didn't work I've tried professional cleaning services. They didn't work. Your naturopathic bullshit is not getting out. My chemically laced drink crystals from this marble countertop. But I'm desperate. So I try it. And I swear to God, Jason, I told you the conclusion would be staggering. I pour the little baking soda on and overnight it sucked the crystal light stain out of the countertop like magic. Yes. Good Bam. hack. Gone. The countertop was like new. So, yes, it is a good hack. And it's a hot tip if you ever stain Dan Levy's countertops with crystal light. Baking soda will get it out. And hot tip number two. If that's what crystal light does to a mineralized rock, imagine what it does to your insides. <laughs> Again, sponsor us. <laughs> okay. On to our next game. Which was a literal dream come true for me. A dream come true. I challenged Chris Kirkpatrick, founding father of NSYNC, to a game of Name That Boy Band Tune, which you orchestrated for us, right, Jason? I had never mm-hmm. heard any of these songs before right. you played them live during this game. And I want to invite all of our phonies to play along with us and enjoy. Here it is. I want to prove my worth to you, Chris, because I know people say to you all the time, like, oh, I I love boy bands. But no, 
I love boy bands. <laughs> I am the big, I am so confident in my knowledge of the genre that I want to challenge you okay. to a rousing game of name that boy band tune. Ooh, okay. Here's how okay. it works. So my producer, Jason, has selected a variety of boy band songs. I am hearing these for the first time, just like you, I promise. He's going to play the beginning of the song. If you know what it is, shout out the song title and band name. The person who guesses the most songs the fastest wins the game. Are you oh, ready? I'm, I'm going to lose. Wait, I'm what? Def- I'm probably not going to name some of our songs, which is the scary part. Yeah, that would be bad. Well, then I'm feeling really confident. And can I just say... Chris Kirkpatrick, you can get your ass kicked. Yeah, let's go. Oh, uh, this is Backstreet Boys. Uh, I'll never break your heart. Backstreet Boys, I'll I'll never break your heart. Woo! Correct. Oh, Chris, you got to get in there. Okay, thank you. I don't want to make a mistake, though. I don't want to say, oh, yeah, it was us. And it's Backstreet. Mm, yeah, okay. You gotta you gotta be extra careful. All right, keep going, Jace. Here we go. I was hanging with the fellas, saw you oh, that's us. What's the song makes title? Me Ill. It makes me ill. Oh yes. Yes, Chris. See? You got it. Alright, okay. I'll, I'll get ours. That's good. Okay, that's good. That's good. Here we go. Next song. 90 degrees Estenoche. Una noche. Seriously? Oh my god! Chris! I had I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. You even knew the Spanish language. That's all right, true. next. Oh, uh, nothing at all. Uh any nothing at all. Uh O-town. 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 O-town, nothing at all. All or nothing. Did we tie on that one? Yes. Oh, nothing at all. That was a collab between us, Chris. That, Good that job. That was a collab. I'll take yeah. it. I'm on tour with them, so I should get I that one. I know you are. I better get that one right. Yeah, you better. Okay, next. That's us. That's, um... <sighs> he doesn't know what it is! I remember the name of the song. <laughs> Stop it! No! Yeah. Do you seriously not I, remember I know the that's name? Us. I know that's us. Is it, is it, you, but you really don't remember the name of the song? That's, um, see, now I keep getting, the, it makes me ill in there. That was, um, <laughs> I yep, I don't know. I give up. <gasps> Jason, what is it? Oh, see right through you. Yeah, that was a huge hit that we did that we played millions and millions of times. <laughs> So that doesn't count. <laughs> okay, that doesn't count. We'll cut that out. We're not, but we'll, uh, we'll <laughs> cut. Okay. okay, keep it going, Jace. I'm feeling confident. Ooh. Ooh. My God, I don't know. No, I don't even know this voice. Do you? Is that um, LFO? Maybe? Uh, wish for you on a falling star. Anyway, where you are, do I ever cross my mind and warm sunshine? She's like uh, the girl you. on TV or the girl. <gasps> on- yes! Oh my God, Chris! They're yeah. on your tour too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God! I feel like you're beating me. Okay, 
What better? Next one, Jason. It's the way you. I gotta be you, Backstreet Boys. It's gotta be you. Uh, 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 all the way. Okay. Woo! I know. I know it was Backstreet. That's all I could tell you. Yeah, that was pretty good. So it's five to three. Chris, you're winning. I have a chance to come back, though. Here we go. What? Oh. No idea. Any idea? No, it's probably somebody is like 3T or somebody like that. I don't know. Yeah, Jace, I don't know. Go out. Oh, five. Five. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I couldn't even identify them after hearing the song, and you did. Abs, so I'll give you that. Abs. I remember there was a kid named Abs in oh, the his, band. His actual name is Abs? Yeah. I'm sure his mom gave him the name of Abs when he was born. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Well, my. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of naming my child Bicep, but yeah. hmm, I, went, I didn't go with that way. It's, okay. It's one weird, more day. They, they named Joey and I Ab. I haven't figured out yet why that what that means. <laughs> That's your nickname. Uh, all right, this is the final song. Hit okay. us, Jason. Ooh, it's kind of crazy. Ooh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, if you want my uh, soul decision, soul decision. Uh, ooh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, 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 uh. Do you know soul decision, Chris? Yeah, I know Soul Decision. They're Canadian. What that uh, was was a Canadian heritage moment, yeah, and you, you were a part the of Moffitt's it. You didn't throw the in there while we were at <gasps> it then, too? Oh, wow. Did you just name check the Moffitts? That's right. I love the Moffitts. And Who Hanson? doesn't? And Hanson. I mean, we could play this game all day. Chris, yeah. congratulations. Chris Kirkpatrick, winner of huh. Name That Boy Band huh. 2. I don't know if I get the win, though, seeing as how I didn't know the name of our own song. That's kind of... Yeah, that I think, was... I think that cancels it out, and maybe it's it a tie. Does. Yeah, no, that's just... Well, I hope that you can uh, find some joy through the shame to enjoy yeah, this moment. And I can sure. just say to you, Chris Kirkpatrick, I got my ass kicked. Chris Kirkpatrick, I got my ass kicked. Which, by the way, is a reference to the Eminem song. I hope everyone realized, right? Chris Kirkpatrick, you can get your ass kicked. I still think about that ass kicking, Jason. I cannot believe. I, first of all, you chose some very obscure tracks, but I do feel shame that I missed the 98 Degrees song, Una Noche, mm-hmm. and the O Town song. I should have known that. Yeah, I thought you would have known the O Town for sure. Wow, I failed you and Chris. <laughs> I failed a lot of people. But here's the thing the fact that he could not name his own song. I mean, that really goes down as an iconic moment in phone a friend history, does it not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that yeah, was that was it. the best. That was the best. <laughs> and can I just say, I mean, I loved Chris so much. He just like, I, I wasn't expecting it. He had such a great sense of humor about himself. He made that joke about his nickname being Ab. Like, he gets it. You know, he's going to make fun of himself before you can make fun of him. He knows exactly who he was then, who he is now. And I just felt like we clicked. Like, the minute he realized I was funny and he could be funny, we just had the best time. And I love when that happens. And I think we actually talked for almost an hour. Do you remember? We had to edit that one down hard Mm -hmm. because we were just chit-chatting. Yeah. But now I consider him a homie. 
And honestly, now all I want is for a Chris Kirkpatrick appearance in the new Trolls movie when InSync officially reunite, which still has not been confirmed anywhere but here last week on this podcast. Have you heard anything else about that? No updates yet. I saw someone say that they are going to tour together again. I think that that's going a little too far. I don't think Justin Timberlake is like rolling out next to Joey Fatone on the bus, but I do think he's bringing them into the movie. Joey and Lance are doing 90s con in like the end of September. (gasps) Where? Here? It's in Florida. Don't you see Lance? Lance owns a bunch of bars in like the the like West Hollywood. Don't you see him out and about sometimes here? Yeah, sometimes. I have. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the mayor of West Hollywood. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen him out. If I did, I would absolutely approach. (laughs) You just take pictures of him from behind and send them to me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just because Chris brought them up, remember the Muffets? Remember? Hit after hit. That's like a Sean Desmond. Like, you don't remember how many hits the Moffats had until you start to go through the catalog. And let me suggest that you all go through the catalog. I had them on, um, like, as grown men on a New Mom Who Dis live episode a couple years ago as a horny mother. And now I feel like I might need to bring them back onto this podcast as a horny elder millennial. Oh, good idea. Mm-hmm. They're kind of hot now, Jay. Yeah. The twins are hot. They always were, like, once of age. Yeah, but it could go really badly, and they've aged They've aged well. Right. And speaking of Canadian heroes, legends, icons, bad bitches who have also aged well, Priyanka the drag queen blessed us with her presence on Phone a Friend, so I created a game just for her, and then forced her to make up and sing her own theme song, which she nailed. Roll it. You are an ETOG correspondent I am. You were too, right? Absolutely. And now you have to stay up on pop culture. So we decided that because your hit single is called Bad Bitches Don't Cry, I'd like to end this conversation by playing a game with you called Bad Bitch... Mad bitch, sad bitch. Oh, obsessed. Okay, so here's how it's going to work. I'm going to tell you something happening in pop culture. Mm -hmm. You tell me if it makes you a mad bitch, Mm -hmm. a sad bitch, or a bad bitch, meaning like, fuck yeah, love it. Got it? Love it. Okay. Mad, sad, bad. Whenever I have singers on this show, I ask them to create the jingle for their own game. So would you bless us with a jingle for bad bitch, mad bitch, sad bitch? Yeah. Um, Okay, here here we go. Um, Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. Mad bitch, sad bitch, mm. you a bad bitch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mad bitch, sad bitch, you a bad bitch. Bitch. I just took my top off. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can see her boobs. Oh, my Milky. God. Do you still breastfeed? No, not, not when they're two. I do. Go ahead and judge. Yeah. With the teeth on your nipple? Oh, she walks up to me and says, Mommy, eat boobies. That's where and we're at. And you just pull out your tit and you like, suck it, baby. <gasps> Absolutely. That's be- I, think, I think that's fine, right? Is that fine or is that, is that like faux pas? Or they Listen, it's, it's got, I have to, at a certain point, it has to end. And thank <laughs> you for calling it a tit because I really only refer to it as like a, a breast. <laughs> so I appreciate the compliment. Um, oh my God, that was so good. So good. So good. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Answer as fast as you can. Mad okay. bitch, sad bitch, bad bitch. Okay. Scandaval. What is that? What? What's Scandaval? Stop it right 
now. Is that a Taylor Swift song? No, bitch. It's what? a scandal with Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules. What's happening? What? Wait, I don't... No! Wait, tell me. Stop! Is it because they're not gay? Is that why? They're uh, absolutely not gay. They're actually... I believe that on the spectrum of what's gay and what is not gay, Vanderpump Rules is squarely not gay. Right. But some of those guys do a little cocaine on the weekends and definitely get their dick sucked by other guys, right? We're thinking... <laughs> You tell me. You perform in L.A. all the time. Have you seen a small little mustache trying to get some in a bathroom at TomTom? Tom? You let me know, okay? Oh, I'll, I'll let you know. You, I'll, I'll phone you. Oh, my God. I guess you could just say pass, bitch, because you don't know Scandival. Pass, bitch. Okay. Well, I have an episode with Sheena Shea where I break it all down. Highly recommend. I'll text you. Need, need to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harry and Megan's car chase in New York City. Fake, bitch. I think it's a fake made-up story. Fake I think it's fake. You. Do you think so, too? Yes. Fake, bitch. Thank you. Thank you. Ben Affleck, always looking mad with J-Lo. That bitch. I'm obsessed. Oh, really? I am so obsessed because J-Lo is such a perfectionist. So to have Ben Affleck be like a snotty little child, it's my favorite. <laughs> it's my fucking... Everything is so, like... You know how J-Lo is. Everything is very like, not now, sweetie, not now, sweetie. The camera's uh-huh, on, uh-huh, not now. Uh-huh. But Ben just like slumping over, opening the car door for her. You know, it is amazing. I fucking love it. Because that's love true that. love. That that's is love. putting up with your partner when in all their fucking moods is mm. true love. The same way that mine puts up with all my, my moods. It's it's the best. And Savage. I think Ben Affleck and J-Lo really do symbolize true love. For our generation, so I'm I think so you. too. Yeah, because they're you know ups and yeah. downs. What a story! <gasps> Elizabeth Holmes starting her 11 year prison sentence. Sad bitch. Sad bitch. But I think so. I don't know. You can still feel sad, bitch, for a what well, that for her collar criminal who's leaving her two children to go to prison for 11 years. That's I, fine. I think I'm sad for the kids. The kids have no choice that. Mm. You know mm. what their mm. mom does. Let's just hope they don't have to see any drag queens I in know, the next my God. eleven years. Oh, <laughs> that would destroy them. <laughs> Shania Twain's wigs. <gasps> I wish y'all could have seen my face. I, was, <laughs> I gave a really awful face. Although we love Shania, we love the bitches. Her. She's- the, the sorry, the wigs make me a sad bitch because as someone who has great a great hair team, great wigs. I could suggest uh-huh. somebody to her. Constructive. Love it. Okay. Um, Melissa McCarthy's makeup in The Little Mermaid. Mad bitch because the artist, the makeup artist said like he was offended by everyone saying that they should have hired a queer makeup artist. And it's not about being gay. It's not about them being queer. Right. I, a lot of perspective was like, why don't you just hire like someone who does RuPaul's makeup to do this big, big, huge Disney thing, you know? Drag-like persona. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it didn't make sense. Beyonce's Renaissance tour. Oh, bad bitch. Oh, the baddest bitch. Are you going to go in LA? No. I've. Do you think I have the connections to get tickets? Absolutely not. Or the credit card space. Holy shit. The I have none of the things to get into the Beyonce tour, but I would like sell my body. I would sell yes. my breast milk, my body, whatever it takes. Whatever you need. So TBD, I hope to be there. Hey. Finally, Pete I'm- Davidson's rumored monster dick. <gasps> Wait, I saw it. What? We all saw his dick. You when? saw his dick. I did not see you his dick. You did see his dick. Remember when his, his dick pic leaked like a like years ago? No. What is wrong with you? You should be ashamed of yourself. 
you don't know Scandival and I don't know <laughs> Pete Davidson's monster dick pic? Yeah. Googling. What do I have to Google? Pete Davidson nudes. Now my phone is going to really never be the same. I remember it. Here, this one. You found it? I just, it's just sitting right in front of me. He's holding his dick right in front of me. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Pete Davidson is holding his dick right in front of you currently. And I don't know what to do. And you don't it's, know what to oh, do. Oh, wait, I know what to do. I know what to do. Here, let me send you the link. Oh, my God. He's sending me a link. This is everything. This is about I cannot to... believe. No, okay. never seen this. And I've talked about this dick so many times I'm on this shocked. show. This leaked in like... I think 07. Wait, I want to say. this is not Pete Davidson. This is Pete Oh, Pete West. West. Ah! Ah! <laughs> I thought you said Pete West. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now wait, I am sitting in front of a wait. picture of <laughs> Pete Wentz, a fallout boy, former husband of Ashley Simpson, uh, holding his dick. That's this what is I'm looking at. The best day and I'll of my never life. be the same. The fact <laughs> that I sent you an unsolicited dick pic is my favorite thing to happen today. Oh my God. This, this is why is... children should not watch drag queens. This is the reason. <laughs> because your child will sit down and before they know it, they're Googling Pete Wentz dick pics. <laughs> This has been a true honor, blessing. We've learned so much about each other, and that is yes. how you play Mad Bitch, Sad Bitch, Bad Bitch. Cue theme song. Mad Bitch, Sad Bitch, you a bad bitch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mad Bitch, Sad Bitch, you a bad bitch. Bitch. Mad Bitch, Sad Bitch, Bad Bitch. Oh! Thank you. Uh. Thank you. <clears throat> my nipples just felt something for the first time what? in six years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my nipples just felt that something again. I mean, those vocals, that trill at the end. Yes. Also, I know I just said Chris Kirkpatrick not knowing the name of his own song was the most iconic moment in Phone a Friend history, but it might actually not be. I think it might be Priyanka confusing Pete Davidson's penis. Pete Wentz. <laughs> that. I love that. Jason, that. So I mean, funny. would you call that a phone a friend heritage moment right there? Yes, 100%. Oh, can we? Is this a new segment? Okay, new segment idea. Priyanka sending me Pete Wentz's dick pic. A phone a friend heritage moment. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Bad bitch, you a mad bitch, you a sad bitch. Uh, uh, it's catchy. It's like, it's going to be in my head for the rest of the day. Also, this is a little tea, but can we say this, Jason, about Bob the Drag Queen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, what? Jason's panicking. Jason's panicking. Okay, no. We had Bob the Drag Queen on this show, who's been on the Emmy-nominated Peabody-winning HBO show. We're here for three seasons. Mm -hmm. And he talked about that show on this podcast. I love it. Like, he told me he was waiting for it to get picked up for a new season. And then just, like, I want to say days later, maybe a couple of weeks later, it was announced that the show was getting picked up for a new season, but Bob was not going to be in it. He's essentially being replaced. By the Queen, Priyanka. And listen, he's fine. He's still touring with Madonna. He's he's Bob the damn drag queen. And now Priyanka, our girl Priyanka, my former MTV intern, is off shooting an HBO show like the Canadian queen that she is. And I mean, I'm just, that, that applause is actually not for her. It's for me because let's be honest, I have great taste in drag queens, okay? The two queens we've had on this show are out here doing it only the best on phone a friend only the best okay if you liked all that pete davidson dick talk with priyanka and who didn't wow i've got more for you in this next game with max kerman of the band arkells who i tokenized as a straight white man for this game called man things enjoy max i have only had three straight male guests on this show, and I'd like to keep it that way. So while I have you here, Mm -hmm. I'd love to just use you essentially as my straight male correspondent. Oh, good. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm going to ask you questions, and I would like you to answer for all mankind. Are you prepared to do that? (laughs) I'm ready. I'd like to be that ambassador for all mankind. Okay, good. Oh, perfect. But straight mankind, right? Yeah, straight mankind. Okay, cool. No, all of straight mankind. I'm calling this... Man things with Max Kerman. And before we proceed on this <laughs> show. How do you know I'm straight, by the way? You don't know that. Yeah, I feel like I do know that. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I feel like I do. It's not like you project straight man. No, you do project straight do man I, energy. Uh, that's disappointing to hear, though. You are a straight man who can comfortably wear rainbow fringe mm-hmm. and short shorts on stage. Mm-hmm. You you have a... but But I can... I have a good read, Max. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. but it's a fair question. Yeah. Um, so on my show, I have boy band <laughs> style interludes that set up each segment. So I was hoping you might be willing to create your own boy band style interlude. Okay. Make it sexy. Make us feel it, you know? We're talking man things. We're talking man things. We're talking man things with Max Kerman. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Okay, here we go. You're speaking for all of straight mankind. What body part are men most self-conscious about? I mean, the obvious thing is just to say, you know, down there. Mm. Um, I think the more nuanced answer is 
body hair. <gasps> I think some men are like,、oh, I wish I was a little more like Swedish or something, you know? Interesting. I think. I don't know. Oh, I never would have thought of that. Okay, what male celebrity do all men secretly want to be like? I think it would be cool to be Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, just shoot right for the stars. Yeah. Oh, and, and、uh, Harry Styles would be、mm. awesome. Mm, I, think,、yeah. I think Harry Styles is up there. For more men than just you? I think so. I think、okay. he just, he's so charismatic. What female celebrity do all men secretly want to be with? I think everybody has、uh, a, a crush on the two Italian girls from、uh, <laughs> My Lotus. <laughs> I don't even know their names. But they just, everyone's like, we just love the, these the girls.、Hookers. They're so badass. The and, hookers and, from yeah. White Lotus. Yeah, because、yes. they're so cool. They're so、That's, cool. I could not have asked for a better answer.、Okay. I want to be with the two、yeah. prostitutes from the White Lotus, <laughs> Italian. Yeah.、Um, what are most men scared of? Ooh. I think, no, you know what the answer is? Hard conversations. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's、yes. the correct answer. Most,、yes. most men, including myself, are just such fucking wimps. Like, honestly, most straight men are just like、Absolutely. so wimpy and afraid to talk about anything that's hard. Oh my God, <laughs> Max. I'm sorry. You, this is a revelatory quiz.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Men things with Max Kerman is、yeah. literally changing my perspective <laughs> on men. It's true.、Um, what do men think of Pete Davidson? I think they're confounded a little bit by it. They're,、uh, like, they're like, I don't think anybody thinks Pete's, and he'd say the same, like that he's a good looking dude. You're like, and, and he just keeps on scoring these like beautiful girlfriends. And, but then you kind of you look at him a little bit more and you're like, I guess I get it. And then, like, you know, there's the rumors about parts of his body that are impressive,、right. et cetera. So you're like, okay, I guess I get it. And also, I also think that like everybody has like friends, like has, has somebody in their group of friends that like, Does unusually well with women that he's like,、right. I don't totally get it, but he's tall. I think it's always like a tall guy in your group of friends. You're like, why does this guy fucking keep, you know, doing, being able to pick up women? And it's, oh, that's I think, so I think、funny. it's just like a height thing or something. Yeah. So you would argue that most male friend groups have a Pete Davidson in the group? Have like one tall guy that's just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, finally, what do men need to be told every day? <laughs> um, I think what men need to be told every day is that it's okay to talk about your feelings. And, you know, just being honest is always the best place to start. And it's going to be okay. Even sometimes hard conversations are just hard, but you'll get through the other side a better person. I mean, that's the part of this episode that all women listening need to rewind and make sure that their partners or spouses are in the room to hear. Because、uh-huh. it's so true. And, and, and by the way, I'm no fucking saint. I, I'm just as bad as anybody else. I need to be told that every day. I need someone to just go, it's okay. Just say, just say the thing that's on your mind. Yeah. You can be vulnerable. Yeah. You can be complicated. It's okay. Yes. And that is how you play man things. With Max Kerman. I'm talking man things. I'm talking man things. Okay, yeah. I mean, we would have put that back in from the top, my proof, but you did it yourself. So we appreciate that. Oh, can I just say this, Jason? I love Max Kerman. Yeah, he was great. 
He was so great. And remember when he was first pitched to us to be a guest on the show? Like, I was like, oh, I'm not sure if he'd be a good fit for this podcast. I didn't really know him very well. He's such like a dude, which sort of feels off-brand for me. But he was so good on the podcast and so honest. And really, a lot of those answers did change my perspective on men a little bit. I feel like Evan is the Pete Davidson of his friend group. Like that thing he was saying about the one tall guy somehow mm-hmm. oddly pulling girls. Like that was Evan in his prime. I feel like all of his friends were like, why is he dating models? And then he started dating me and they were like, okay, he's come down to his level. But honestly, honestly, like love Max Kerman. Now we text. We went to a pool party together in L.A. I went. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Pardon me. No big deal. Did I not tell you that? No. Oh, yeah. Max Kerman invited me to a pool party in L.A. And I went because I was like, I'm saying yes in 2023 mm-hmm. to pool <laughs> yeah. parties at 2 p.m. on a Monday with a lot of attractive unemployed people in Los Angeles. It was great. Love Max. Here to support everything he does. Truly. Oh, do you know who I took with me to that pool party? Actually, because Ooh. I needed to like take a friend who would be down at an L.A. pool party and my Amanda Walsh. Oh, good. Yeah, she's like my real phone right. a friend when I need someone who like can hang in a in a, in a social situation that requires a bathing suit. <laughs> Most of my friends would be like, fuck off. Amanda was like, whatever, let's go. Uh, and that's like actually one of the unexpected advantages I have found of, of having this podcast is I've made new friends from it. I've also like had a chance to connect with friends in a way I never have before, like Amanda Walsh. That was so fun. Like Dan Levy, I got to spend an hour with, you know, him and talk to him in a way we haven't often done. I I, I got to catch up with my former MTV intern turned global superstar Priyanka. And I also got to catch up with Whitney Port for the first time in years. And now, Jason, I think you know this. I've, I've told this to you. We're like, we're real friends. Yeah. I was, honestly, I just have a text from her. We were talking about our boys starting kindergarten. And she's just like, I like her so much. I th- I think it's honestly because she's so open and honest. And not just on my podcast, but like on our first part play date, we're kind of getting to know each other again. She told me some really personal things about her life and her family. And I just, I so appreciate anyone who can be that vulnerable that quickly, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like really lucky to have her in my life again. And I would like to bless all of you phonies by giving you a little Whitney Port in your life today. Now, in this game, I gave her the chance to not answer a scandalous question about the hills, but she didn't take it. She said, no, ma'am, I'm going to answer all three (laughs) scandalous questions. So honestly, I actually couldn't believe it. Yeah, me too. We were shook that she answered answered them for real. Like, didn't give some bullshit answer. She goes in with an honest, real answer. So feel the rain on your skin and enjoy. I just want to see if you'll spill the city or run for the hills. Thank you. With a little game called Will Wit Admit or Omit. Will Wit Admit or Omit. Thank you again. I'm going to ask you three controversial questions about the hills. You have to answer two of them openly and honestly. Okay. You can only omit one of them. Are you ready? Ready. Fuck, Mary, kill, Spencer Pratt, Justin Bobby, Brody Jenner. Okay. Um, fuck, Brody, Mary, Justin, Bobby, mm. kill Spencer. 
Sorry. I mean, the killing is obvious, but it's between the fucking and marrying that you really... Yeah, I just feel like Justin and I, I've always gotten along so well with Justin and like mm. we laugh because we're both, we always like our birthdays are around each other and okay. I don't even know anything about astrology, but we're always, we have like an inside thing about us being Pisces and like sensitive oh, and uh. and he's, I just, I, I really like, I, I think he's so sweet, so. I have like a special connection with him. <laughs> I love that. Was yeah. there also a bong related connection? No, I honestly, I never I okay. never did drugs with any of them. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay question Only number drink. two. Yeah. Okay. You had the best style of the girls on the hills. Who had the worst? Oh my god. Um I would probably say uh Stephanie Pratt. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of her. Thank you for reminding us all. Mm -hmm. What do you you. think about that answer? I think it's a flawless answer. Yeah, I think so, too. I was, like, wavering on Audrina, but (laughs) she's such a sweet angel. I can't. I know. I adore her. Um, Yeah. And she always, Audrina, like, always looked hot. Like, even if it wasn't necessarily Mm. what I would choose, like, she always looked hot. Like, she knew. There was, like, she had, like, a vibe. I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is so okay, fun. Okay, last question. Did Lauren and Jason have a sex tape? <laughs> I hate that I just asked oh that. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Um, I would probably say... Uh, I legitimately don't know. I legitimately okay. do not know. Do you think it's possible that yes. it exists? Oh, wow. I think it's possible. Like, I think we all, like, maybe, not we all, but, like, I could see myself doing something like that at that age. Um, just not butt in the butt. Just the no, record. definitely just not. not. Yeah. Okay. No, no, right. no. But, like, yeah. I haven't completely ruled it out, but I don't know for sure. <gasps> wit? That's how you play will wit admit or omit, and you omitted nothing. I know. I'm a truth teller. I'm You're a truth teller. Yes. She is a truth teller. That's why I love her. And listen, I realize, I I need to say this, I realize asking someone about their former friend's alleged sex tape from 15 years ago (laughs) is like not the classiest line of questioning. But I think I put that out there because I fully expected her to omit it. Yeah. But she didn't, like, not only did she answer it, she answered it Honestly, like she actually took time to really think about it and weigh her answer, considered it, and then said, yes, the sex tape might exist. I mean, Jason. She could have easily been like, no, you're crazy. Oh, my God. So easily. She could have been like, I'm omit or like, (laughs) I don't think so. But no, she like really thought about it. Careful consideration. And then she answered the question. Never in my saltiest B flaps did I expect that, Jason. Oh, okay. Wait, was it beef <sighs> curtains? Yeah, I think so. Oh, or God. meat curtains. I don't know. Maybe no, I'm, no. Uh, now here we go down that dark, dark, horrific, disgusting hole. I feel like I've erased that whole saga from my memory. So offensive. And speaking of horrific and disgusting and shameful, should we play the too hot for your ears game I played with Cat and Nat? <laughs> 
I'm standing by. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird. Jason's name will just be like omitted from the credits of this episode. Jason is taking no credit for this one. Okay. You know, it's a lot. It's just a lot, but you know what? It's It's a lot. Whatever. It's It's fun. Listen, it's cat and nat, you know? So we deemed this game too racy in the spring, but now it's almost fall, okay? We've talked about Pete Davidson's monster dick enough times at this point. I feel like we might as well pull this game from the archives and share it with all of you. So I called Cat and Nat initially because they do a weekly sex episode of their podcast. And so in this game, I wanted them to help me understand some sex terminology that I've heard and I just don't know what it means. Uh, Turns out I ended up helping them with most of the terms. So listen, enjoy, and please know this is not safe to listen to around children, okay? Feeling very nervous about this one. Mom, please scroll ahead and Rob, our technical producer, roll the game. Now I'm going to really put you to the test. Perfect. I would like to ask you to uh, help me define some sexual terms that I have heard, such as bukkake. Okay. Okay. But I have no idea what they mean. Okay. Okay. So uh, as fast as you can, as quick as it comes to mind. I'm really good at this. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, you knew that a penis was a bone and we thought it was a flap of bloody skin. I still don't think she's right on that one. You know what? Just commit your answer and, you know, it's not like a real bone, but it does get uh, as firm as a bone, which is the same thing. This is why this show is called Bone. A friend, not, not the same. phone an expert. Yes, because really, we're making it up. You are. You know? Good. Yeah. Uh, a pearl necklace. Oh, when they come on your neck. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, come all over your neck. And they pearl love necklace. to do yeah. that too. And it forms a necklace. all around you. Usually, it's usually just a pool. It's like a brooch, yeah. really. It's not drips. a whole necklace. Yeah. It's kind of sticky. Oh yeah. my god. It makes sure but you they move feel so proud. Yeah. Proud that they did it. I think it's better than in the face if we're if we're. Yeah, but oh, sometimes yeah. when they options. aim for the chest, it can splatter into your face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Pegging. Huh. Pegging. I'm assuming is just when you fucking take it. You rail them. No. Pegging is when you 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 keep coming out to make it last longer. So you keep pegging her, and then you take it out, and then it's, it's like a tease. Oh, yeah. It's like so you're back and forth. You don't want to blow, so yes. you take it out. Yeah. I don't think that's right. I'm looking yes, it up. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's I have it here, and that's absolutely correct. what it is. Correct. <laughs> No. Uh, Pegging refers to when a woman penetrates a man anally with a strap-on dildo. That's new. That is new. Pegging. I like that. I'm going to take that one, put that in my back pocket. Learn Mm -hmm. something today. Or in your front. In my front pocket. You would strap Strap it it actually on in the front. Figging. Figging. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely a small penis in the butt. What? That's not actually right. What figging is? <laughs> oh my gosh! Is, is no, Small. it's just when you're completely like half bent over the bed, <laughs> no. and he he's he is just um, taking you from behind. And I know it sounds like just taking you from behind, but the way your body like is a is fig over, tree. you kind of just look like a bit of a fig. So that's like called that figging. Absolutely, <laughs> the no. truth. No, it's no. It's, it's, small, it's a small penis. Uh, in, nobody in even the knows what a fig looks <laughs> oh, like. Yeah, How I do. Actually, that? you know what? Figging is having sex on a bed of fruit. Figging is. <laughs> I'm uh, looking it up. Yes, I think the small up. penis is. Figging, are you yeah, ready? Yeah. Figging is the act of inserting, oh my God, Uh-oh. a piece of peeled ginger into someone's butthole. Told you. Which would burn, sting, and be quite painful. Thank I you. think, Kat, you were closest. I, do, I know. It was something up the ass. Why, why would you call that figging and not ginger? Absolutely. We should rename Gingering. it. Gingering. I'm going like to ginger you. Uh, 
put our time to good use and petition that we change the mm-hmm. name figging to Agreed. ginger. That's just Agreed. Stupid. Okay. Um, oh, fe- last but not least, are you ready? Felching. Oh, I know this one. I know this one. Hold so you on. Felch in each other's face, no, and it's like a no, hot no, thing. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Felching yeah. is when you're 69 and you you both fart. Yeah, actually, that what? is it. Yes, yes I, I do. <laughs> I remember. No. That's yes. exactly Stop. what it is. Yes. At the same fart. time? Yeah. You're gassy. No. You, you have like Brussels sprouts in preparation. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This is not people a thing that people it. like it's to do. It's a fetish. It's a fetish. Stop. Yeah, the dirtier the better. And then you eat the fart. No. We do Cat is crying. You eat the fart. We've already discussed how you don't want to eat the fart. We don't want to felch. No, everybody else is felching. Felching is eating the fart of a sixty-nine. Wow. And you swallow. And you swallow the fart. Air. You're like it's coming. It's coming. Got it. Oh my god. This That's has totally been this is so informative. Yeah, an R-rated podcast. Probably too informative. No. Never. Never. That's why I have a podcast. Exactly. So I can talk about felching yep. yeah. in the open. Catnat, <laughs> thank you. I'm felching thank in my pants. You. Just <laughs> felching here with you. Well, she she's farting. Okay, I am here to go on record as saying, first of all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to listen to that. Also, that is not what felching is. Felching is not eating a fart. Jason, do you know what felching is? (laughs) No. (laughs) God. Okay, I Googled it today. And I, I was like, I'll, I'll Google it and explain to the phonies what it is. I can't. I just, I can't. I, I honestly wish it was just eating a fart because I can't even say what felching is on this podcast. So go ahead and Google. Or you know what? Don't because your algorithm will be forever changed. So now I feel like we need to cleanse our minds and our souls with a feel-good game. Also a feel-old game. Remember when I had my tween, 10-year-old Harper? She came on to explain the internet drama that was unfolding between Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber. She was amazing. She also explained some tween slang to me that I still use. Actually, I'm going to use a term she taught me in a sentence. This game I played with her is sending me. Or maybe it sent me. This game sent me. I don't know if you do past tense. God, I might have to call her back to get a refresher on tween slang grammar. But until then... Here I am playing That's So 90s with my 10-year-old tween correspondent, Harper. Enjoy. All right. I feel like we've talked a lot about things from your generation, but we haven't covered things from mine. So, Harper, I'd like to list a few things from the 90s, which is when I grew up. You tell me what you think they are. Okay. Okay. Let's play That's So 90s. Walkman. Oh, gosh. Walkman seems like some, like, some kind of like Michael Jackson or something, some kind of thing that you guys were into, some kind of like hit song that people for some reason liked and now is like old and no one knows what that is, just like me. So it's a song? Yeah. Okay, Yellow Pages. Yellow Pages, oh my gosh. This, like, I have no idea. I, this seems like something that you would say in like a conversation or like, I don't know. I honestly, Yellow Pages, okay. You have no clue. You've never heard of Yellow Pages. No. Okay. Kramer. Kramer? Yes. Oh, my. Okay. I can do this. Um, <laughs> honest, like in the 2000s, it sounds like some kind of new skin skincare brand, but in your... <laughs> 
But creamer, I don't know. Is that is that like I don't know. Is that like a dance or something, or or something that you put in coffee? <laughs> you don't know. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Cassette. What? Cassette. Cassette. Oh gosh. Okay. Cassette. I don't know. Is that like? I don't know. Is that some like clothing brand that, that was in that was in back then? Cassette. I don't know. Is that like some like it's clothing not. brand? It's not. What great guess? Chris Kirkpatrick. Is that like is that is that like the Tom Holland of the nineties? Oh, he would be very flattered to hear you say that. Let's go with that. Okay, I have a few more. A pager. A pager. What is a pager? Oh my gosh. Okay, so a pager for me, what I'm gonna guess a pager is is um like like something that you can send. Since I don't think you guys had like good like iPhones, is that something that you guys could like send messages on? I'm gonna give that to you. And yes, we absolutely did not have good iPhones in the '90s. We had rotary phones, but I'm gonna give you that a pager. You're pretty close. Okay, last but not least, Monica Lewinsky. Okay, I feel like oh my gosh, I've heard of the name Monica Lewinsky before. I is she like she's either like. Is she like a singer or an actress that you guys liked? I don't know. I feel like it's like, I feel like it's one of those because I feel like I've heard her name before. Yeah, she's pretty famous. I'm not for singing or acting, but I'll let your mom explain that one to you. And that's how you play That's So 90s. Yes. Yes, Harper. Harper started fifth grade last week, everybody. I know this because I follow her on IG OBS, which now that I say it out loud, I believe she was the one who told me Instagram is not cool. Did she not say that? Yes. She like ranked it just above Facebook. (laughs) What did she say? To them, Instagram is what Facebook is to us. Facebook is where her grandma looks to meet men. Do you remember that iconic moment? Oh, yeah, yeah. (gasps) A tween telling me Facebook is... Like where my grandma goes to meet men. A phone a friend heritage moment. Jason, when I want to meet men, I look no further than this podcast, which is why I had the hot wiggle, the object of my mom thirst, the yummiest fruit in the fruit salad on this podcast. His name, of course, is John. They call him Big Strong John on the Wiggles, which feels right and also so wrong. He wears the purple wiggle uniform, or the purple skivvy, as he calls it in Australian. And in listening to this conversation back, I now realize that I basically objectified a wholesome children's entertainer for 35 minutes. It culminated in this game that went completely off the rails. Slip into your skivvies and enjoy. Okay, well, the fruit salad is not going to sing about itself, so I know (laughs) I need to let you go. But before I do, I want to play a quick game of shirt on or shirt off. Okay. Because I'm all about hard-hitting journalism here, John. I don't know if you know that about me or this show. This is a, it's a, it's basically Dateline. (laughs) I believe it's important for our listeners to know just how often you're shirtless versus clothed in purple polyester. So I'm going to list some common scenarios. You tell me if you do these things with your shirt on or your shirt off. Are you ready? Okay. Shirt on or shirt off. Okay. Walking the dog. I don't have a dog. But if I did, I'd wear my skivvy. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, we're changing the game to Skivvy On or Skivvy Off Skivvy. officially, okay? It, the game is now called Skivvy On or Skivvy Off. Skivvy On or Skivvy Off. <sighs> Mowing the lawn. If it's a hot day, I'd be in a singlet. I'm sorry, I'm learning all kinds of new things. A singlet? What do you call it? A tank top? A tank top. You call it a tank top. Yeah, you call it a singlet. It's like a, that's like a wrestler uniform. A singlet. It's like the singlet. You have your arms and shoulders hmm. out and you just got, you know, your chest and your, Describe your upper it body more covered. slowly, just a little bit slower. So you've got your, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you got your singlet over your shoulders <laughs> and then you've got the tank top. <laughs> okay, now we have to change the game again. Skivvy, singlet, or no skivvy? Skivvy, singlet, or no skivvy? So you're mowing the lawn in a singlet. All right, got it. Yeah. Making dinner. Making dinner, I would have a shirt on. Okay, so that's... Why are you changing okay, it unless again? Unless it's in summer. It's... Unless it's in summer on the holidays. Then maybe a meat in a singlet or a crop top. A crop... Excuse me? We just threw a crop top in the mix? Uh, okay. I think if this was 10 years ago, I'd, I'd be doing everything shirtless. <laughs> and now it's because I'm subconsciously thinking someone's been taking a photo of me or someone's looking at me. Or... Oh, you've let it go to your head, big strong John. All right. We've now changed the game name four times, so the game is now called Skivvy, No Skivvy, Singlet, or Crop Top. Got it. Skivvy, No Skivvy, Singlet, or Crop Top. Let's continue. Watching TV. Pop shut off. Uh, skivvy off. Sorry, I meant Skivvy on. Ding ding. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I meant, yeah, Skivvy off. Skivvy, skivvy, on. skivvy is on while watching yeah. TV. Okay. Working yep. out. Uh, outdoors, mm. shirt off if I'm doing the bar, the bars. Yeah. Because I, so I don't want to get a singlet tan. Sometimes that makes you feel a little bit funny. Uh, um, but if I'm in no. the gym, obviously, you're going to be wearing a shirt. Okay. So if you're outside, it is skivvy off, singlet off, crop top off. Yep. We are shirtless. Like we are getting them a yep. nice, even Australian tan. Even glow. That's right. Mm. A lot of vitamin D. Absolutely. A lot of vitamin D. Yep. Oh, absorbed please. into the arms. Yep. A natural purple, if you will. <laughs> Cleaning out the garage. Um, did this the other day actually, and I had a shirt on. On? On. Oh. Off. On. Did you say? Is oh, this on? To, oh, yeah, no, no. The microphone on. Oh. <laughs> oh Are we on? It's on. What is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> As we're going off the rails. Uh, <laughs> vacuuming. Um, vacuuming. Skivvy on. Skivvy on. Okay. Yep. I'm I'm already aroused that you're vacuuming, so I'm okay that the skivvy's on. Finally, showering. Showering. Ooh, okay. Uh, skivvy uh, off. Who mm. showers with? <laughs> well, I wasn't sure. Skivvy's on. Listen, John, I've been visualizing a lot. I just wanted to know if I was visualizing correctly. So it is to confirm. I wear a wetsuit. You know it's when you go surfing yes. and you have a full wetsuit, head yes. to toe, sort of Now that you're a children's entertainer, you have to shower with a wetsuit. It's in the contract. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. All right. And that is how you play, ladies and gentlemen. Skivvy on, skivvy off, singlet <laughs> on, or crop top off. <laughs> with Big Strong John. It's a catchy name for a game, John, that we came up with together. So thank you for that. Great game. Great game indeed, Big Strong John. Uh, The name of the game changed five times, but honestly, who cares when you're envisioning the hot wiggle mowing his lawn in a crop top? You know? 
I'm sweating harder between my thighs than I was in that meeting in the 110 degree heat just from listening to that. The Wiggles, by the way, are coming to America and Canada this fall. Jason, real question that I should probably sidebar, but I'm going to ask you all live on the pod. Do I reach out to his publicist for tickets? Uh, Yeah, of course. Right? I just shoot him a quick email. Yeah. Okay. I can't get Renaissance tickets, but might be able to get Wiggles tickets. You promoted their show. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's the kind of influence I have in this industry. Do you want to come with me, Jace? Maybe. Okay. (laughs) We'll just show up to a Wiggles concert without any kids. Just us. Just two horny adults lurking in the back at the Wiggles show. I'm sure they see it all the time with big, strong John in his purple skivvy up there dancing on stage. And that's our show. Thanks to all of our hilarious, incredible guests. I love playing a game. I know you do too, Jason, because I just find it's like that's when you can really tell so much about a guest. You know, they can't give you boring, rehearsed answers. They can't, like, take themselves too seriously. They have to kind of let go, right, and just have fun and be playful. And I find that's when you learn the most about someone, you know? Agreed. And you know what I learned? I learned that Chris Kirkpatrick knows the Moffats, and Soul Decision. And I do wonder if we should end this episode with a Canadian classic. If Soul Decision feels right. Soul Decision feels right. Uh, Rob, hit us with Faded by Soul Decision. Ooh, oh, yes. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you so much to all of our incredible guests. And can we just say we have so many more unbelievable phone of friends coming up this fall. And you know I'll be playing a rousing game with all of them. Maybe not an as arousing as that hot wiggle game was, but rousing indeed. Thank you as always for listening. Uh, Some of you have already heard most of these games because you're regular diehard phonies and that means the world to me. Please drop in, leave us a five-star review. I'm going to be reading your reviews soon on the pod so be nice. We're also going to do an all voicemail episode at some point so leave those voicemails. Ask me anything. The number's in the description of this episode. Jason, thank you for being here and laboring with me. Thank you. That was so fun. Mm, So fun. And now go take that pink t-shirt and enjoy a laborless Labor Day weekend. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'll talk to you next Thursday. Friend was created by our mommy Jessie Crookson. The executive producers are Jessie Crookson and Jason Yanba. The technical producer is Rob Perra. The amazing theme song and sexy interludes are by Jay Melanowski from Badwin Sound Clash. Phone a friend is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Credits are by us.
Gray Gatika and Real Gatika were her kids. That's crazy, right? Wow, you're still listening? Okay, see you next week. <laughs>